I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi guys, it's Deb. And this is Laura. And this is another episode of, of I, I Got, got the, the Hell Out. And it's another early morning to you. Yes, it is. I guess from now on, it's early Sunday mornings that we record. Yay. <laughs> so there's not going to be too much alcoholic Kool-Aid. Well, we can still give the recipe. Oh, we're still going to give the recipe. It's just that it's just a bit too early for And see, I was going to give Bailey's and coffee this morning, but you informed that me that... That actually sounds really good. You informed me that we actually had a Kool-Aid recipe. We do have a Kool-Aid recipe okay. from my friend Sherry. Yeah, Sherry D, because she just recently she got just married. She just got married. It is entitled The Poison Candied Apple. Just in time for Halloween. Yes, yes. Um, and this one's a little 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 pricey um because they're I figured out a I did figure out a substitute, okay. Oh. But we'll, well give it's, the, it's specific. This right, is but then great. I'll give something else we can use. Okay. Um you take apple crown royal, it's a little expensive. Which is really good, I have to say. It because I've seen that at stores before and I'm like, it's either really good or it's really shitty. It's crown. It has to be good. But the apple, I was like, the apple flavor? Mm, not it was good. Anyway, go anyway, ahead. Anyway, um, we are serving this warm with a stick of cinnamon in it. And what flavor of Kool-Aid? You forgot. Cherry. So it's candied apple. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a poisoned candied apple. And if you don't like cinnamon, you don't have to put the stick of cinnamon in it. And that sounds so good. And I thought, you know, you could get apple flavored vodka and some whiskey and mix them together. Oh, you could. Maybe. Maybe. What it's gonna? How bad could it be? You know what? It probably cost you more for the two bottles than it would. For it the probably of the crown. would. Oh, buy the crown splurge. Anyway, moving on, guys. Thanks, Sherry. Thank you so much. Uh, somebody asked the significance of the bulldog um, on my ID. Oh, that's right. And you weren't really sure. No, only one ex member got back to me, but she remembers. Um, the significance of the bulldog was because they hold on and they don't let go. Kind of oh. like you're holding on to the word of God and you're going to be like a bulldog. You're not going to let oh, go Oh, I thought it was anything. because the cult holds on to you and they don't let go. Well, it could be a double, you know, meeting. Who knows? I'm thinking it's like little man and his rules hang on to you and... They're not letting you go. Well, you think you're hanging on. I don't know. But don't you think... Makes a, sense, though. Makes sense. Don't you think a pit bull would have been better than a bulldog? Or, I mean, or do they have the same clenching quality? I Let dog people get get back to us. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And, Laura, we're doing the Ten Commandments. We're doing part two. We are. Now, I didn't even think about this last week, but you're reading off your iPad where you just pulled the Ten Commandments out of wherever. Right. Well, you should have pulled up the culty Ten Commandments because they're worded differently. Well, that's what that's what we're doing because I'm, I'm reading what the ones are in the Bible. Okay. Well, somebody reminded me um, that do not kill. Oh, well, Ours, how do they word it? Do not murder. Murder is different difference? than killing. 
Because killing is justified. There are justified killings, but murder is not okay, whether it is a strike. Because they reminded me, even like, you're an innocent person. I can't just kill you because I want to. But you can murder me? No, do not murder. Do not murder. Which is, if I just killed you, it would be murder. But if I had reason to kill you, it's justified. Okay, sort of like if you are not a cult member and you're saying something or doing something, they can kill you or murder you. You were trying to break into my house. Right. Okay. I could kill you and and it would not be murder. It would be justified because you're trying to break into my house. Right. Okay. But I just couldn't walk up to you on the street and slice your throat for no okay. reason at all. That would be murder. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. So um, I guess for next week, um, your homework is to look up what the actual culty ones are. I don't know. I'll do that. <laughs> I guess is it maybe in your scripture book or something? I guess it would be, maybe. I don't know. Well, you said, do they this give is you the, the actual book. ones? Because, I mean, does it say, it, does it say thou shall not kill, thou shall not murder? I can't remember last week. Um, let me see here. And while you're looking that up, yeah, what do you have to somebody say? reminded me that the Nancy Grace interview uh, with Little Man was in 2008. So that gives you guys a better starting point to try and figure out where the interview is. Okay. Because they have archives. So just go to the Nancy Grace website and look at the interviews that she did through 2008. Take okay. your pick. That'll work. Yep. And I just found in the kids' book, it says, do not murder. Okay. Okay. So, but see, you were reading Do Not Kill off your iPad. Right. That's because, what got me. And that's what the uh, ex-member reminded me of is because they're different than the worldly ones. Because, of course, Satan mixed them up. That's right. Satan mixes up a lot of things. Righteousness and she evil. Does, she right. does. She does. Yeah. She does. Because everything's a, a woman's fault. That's right. Don't forget that. Okay. Now, would you like to get into one of our commandments? One of our, before we do that, though, I want to say thank you very much. We had a new patron on Patreon. Oh, thank you. Tara, thank you so much. Um, We really appreciate it. We'll send you your swag the beginning of next month. There you go. There we go. So thank you, Tara. Thank you, thank you. Okay, let's see here. Moving on to... Uh, it is number six, Ten Commandment number six. Do not commit adultery. That means, okay. Okay. Well, what do you think it means or what do you think? Well, I mean, it sounds plain and simple to me. It, it is kind of plain and simple, but not according to the cult. Oh, really now? Yeah. It says, um, the laws of the cult show that marriage is a holy, eternal commitment. The husband, the head of the family, vows before the creator to protect, love, and teach their wives the laws. Yep. And I have to giggle huh, at love because beating your wife, that's love, right? Well, not everybody got beat. Some people got gifts and stuff. What, like a bag of rice or something? <laughs> no. Like I actually got nice gifts until I turned into Satan's but, sister. But when, like, when were they giving you gifts? I thought you weren't allowed birthday gifts or you can't three times. Three, oh, during the feast you got during gifts. the feast. Gotcha. Is when you got gifts. And... Okay. Um, then it says there is no obligation or commitment in the worldly marriages of today. Oh wow! Really? Really? Yeah. I was like, I know quite a few people that are committed in their marriage. No, they're probably secretly committing adultery. Oh God. 
I, According to the cult, they probably are. Uh, probably. Because there's lots of things you can do to commit adultery. And it says, well, it says here that when God commands us to not commit adultery, he is commanding us to not take what belongs to another man. Because, because this, it's property. Because this defiles both the man and the woman. Because the woman, the woman is, is property. property. So that should also go under like do not steal. It goes under a lot Kinda. of things. The yeah. cult can probably put it under a lot of different things. Yep. Uh, let's see here. To keep this law, one must understand that a woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. Yes. If a married woman has a relationship with another man, the law do not commit adultery has been broken. Yeah. So what if the guy's married too? I guess it's still more the woman's fault. Well, it's everybody involved's fault. I don't equally? know. No, but I'm saying, I'm asking you equally I, or I, is it more the women because the cult hates women? I don't know. A couple episodes ago, I said that, um, it, it's two different things. You know, if a woman, if, if a guy attacks a woman and she cries out in the city, okay, but nobody hears her, they're to take both of them outside of the city walls and stone them to death. Okay. Oh, Wow. Um, but see, she cried out, but apparently she didn't cry out loud enough for somebody oh, to hear God. her. I, I mean, look these things up in the Bible. We live in the day of information. Google rape in the Bible, honestly. And I, I really hate to put it bluntly like that, guys, but it's covered a lot. It really is. I, I don't think I'm... Adultery. Adultery. Yeah. Okay. Back to, oh, here's back to you saying about property. Yes. Uh, the man who commits adultery is guilty of stealing. Yeah, because it's another man's property. He has stolen another man's wife. Yes. I'm glad this is in the kid's book. This is perfect. The woman is judged as unfaithful, for she has broken her vow of marriage with her lawful husband. Yes. And marriage should be based on righteousness, holiness, truth, and love. But the guy can go out and have as many wives as he wants. And he can beat the wife. So that that's not love. I don't know what is. <sighs> This is what they're teaching the kids. This is what they're teaching the kids. Actually, this is what they were teaching the kids back in 2002 or three when I left. So who knows what they're actually teaching them now. And how? I don't even know if this book exists out there anymore. If it is, it's probably for toddlers that don't even know how to read. Or if it is, I am quite sure that it's... Oh my God, is that like righteousness tic-tac-toe? No, this is the next commandment tic-tac-toe. Oh. It is. We'll have to post a picture of it because it's hysterical. Okay. It's under the seventh commandment, do not steal. Oh, wow. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. When it pertains to the cult. Yes. And they do have a do not steal tic-tac-toe game. Okay. And I I, I have an actual story from um, an ex-member that she wanted to know just, you know, how bad the cult is on their bad stealing problem. Oh, and what does she have to say? Well, you let well, us know about stealing first. Okay. 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 I have again. to... You read that while I'm looking up what I need to look up. Okay. It says... To steal simply means to take something that belongs to someone else without permission. If we cheat someone, this is also stealing. Hmm. Got bad news for the cult there. I kind of really, I do have bad news for them. Um, <laughs> keep reading. Keep reading. Okay. If we steal, we bring curses upon ourselves. If we have fellowship with someone who steals, we will also suffer curses. The scriptures tell us that a man sows that what a, what a man sows, he will also reap. Okay. Now, 
This is a really good one that reminds me of when you were talking about the creeper coming in the window. Okay. Okay. Stealing begins with trespassing, which if you're trespassing isn't creeping through someone's bedroom window, I don't know what is. We discussed that once or twice. Exactly. Trespassing is touching, taking, or going somewhere without permission. Yes. Bam. There we go. Right there in their commandments. It is always very important that we ask permission before doing something. If we always remember to ask permission, this will keep us from ever stealing. Yep. So, yeah, so I guess when Creeper Guy went through the window, going against what? Commandment number seven. Oh, they go against commandment number seven a lot. Um, This ex-member, she didn't want identified, um, but she did want people to know that. Um, she was talking to her daughter and they were talking about the farm animals that they had. Okay. Now I'm, I'm going to read what she wrote. Okay? okay. She wrote to me when we had our cow slaughtered for beef, we only got ground meat, no steaks, no roasts, nothing. And we got 50% of what was actually gleaned. The cult got the rest. Little man probably got all of the steaks. I remember my son going to his house and my and um, he showed my son what he was making for supper. Lo and behold, it was steak and potatoes with chocolate pudding. Now hold on, oh, Laura. Whoa, 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 wait, even I know this. You know what the pudding made might have been made with milk from the cows on the farm. Oh, okay. I because I'm like chocolate pudding. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, she goes on to say, "I feel like such a stupid idiot now, but I recall being mad about the meat, and it was close to the time when I left. Here it was. We bought the cows to use for food later when we moved there, and of course we were taken advantage of again. So stupid." I don't know how my husband could take so much shit from them. He was very hard on me, and I wonder how he could take crap from other people and treat me like shit. I mean, they stole half her cow. Oh, my God. And, you know... But I'm sure they had some kind of biblical God reason for doing it. And you know what's probably even shittier? All that ground meat that they got was probably not even from their cow. It was probably from some sickly, nasty Oh, oh I'm sure. Cow that they picked up, you know, for a few dollars because nobody else wants it because it's just... It's sickly. It has disease and God only knows what else. And they probably gave that to her and kept the, quote, good cow for Uh, Little Man. Yeah, she... I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, that was... And chocolate pudding is a no-no. How do you make pudding? The only way I've ever made it is, like, the box box from Jell-O. Right, like, but see, they can't have that. Right. So I'm wondering, like, do you use? Je- I, you can I'm get vegetarian quite, gelatin. You know what? But it's I'm very quite expensive. sure, little man, just went and made damn pudding. And that was the end of it. Because you know how rules don't apply to him. Yeah, rules don't apply to them. God. Okay, we're moving on to number eight. Okay. Do not bear false witness against your neighbor. Like when they asked me to come and lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that could fall under there. Yeah. 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 Or, um, okay. It said, oh, oh, and right off, first of all, look, there's a picture of a judge with a gavel. Ha-ha. How about that? 
Little cartoony guy. Little cartoony guy. It says, this law concerning the giving of false testimony is very simple. Do not lie when testifying so that you bring no harm to your neighbor. Bam, right there. And I love how there's a judge there. Yeah, so, so do not lie when you're testifying. Um, Unless I, when they ask you to, right? Well, yeah, I mean, we were specifically asked. It says... Uh, Teaching against God's laws is bearing false witness against one's neighbors as well. When people are taught falsely by those they should be able to trust, such as parents, teachers, and preachers, they are put in great danger. If they follow this false teacher, they endanger their lives and bring curses upon themselves. Curses. Yes. And then this is another good part. We are also commanded not to bear false testimony by failing to speak up when we have information about a crime. Oh, yeah. How you about are, that? You are, all, you are always supposed to, you know, it's like George Orwell. It's like, you know, if you see something, say something. If you see something, say something. And that's why I got turned in because I told my friend I was making the tallies wrong. And she turned me in because it, I was performing a crime. I was doing something I wasn't supposed to do. I was doing it the wrong way. Well, something that you weren't supposed to do according to the cult. Not according to just the law or being a good person. Well, I was breaking the law because I wasn't making the tallies the way I was supposed to. You were making them a way that made sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I can tell you, a man probably made up the way to do it. Oh, I'm sure. And he probably doesn't even know how to sew. I, I, I... Okay, then it says, this law is kept by being truthful in everything we say about others. To not give false testimony against our neighbor, simply stated, means to not lie about our neighbor. But they do. Oh, really? They do. So I just, I would love to ask little man, you know, I would just love to ask him, okay, this is what it says here in the book that you are teaching the children. But you did, you know, this thing. Please explain to me. I don't know. I would love to. I would love to. Maybe someday if he ever goes to prison, we can arrange. We can go visit him. Oh, God. No, I you have to be that. on the visiting list. If you're not on the list, you don't get in. How can I get on the list? You he, could get on the list. He wouldn't approve me. How could we get on the list then? You have to be approved. The person in jail has to request. How awesome would that be he to would go have, visit him in jail? He would have to request us to come and visit him. How could we do that? We'd have to write him a letter going, you can explain your side. Oh, I don't do know. That? Well, let's first get him in jail. Okay. Like that, like, like we're going to do that. I, I don't mean us as in let's. I'm like, let's as in. Let's wait whomever. for him to let's either die him. or go to jail. I want him to go to jail because I would love to ask him these things. I honestly think he's going to die beforehand. Oh, he, I'm sure he will because people like this don't go to jail. No, they, they don't. They don't get punished. No. What, what are you looking at there? I was looking for some stuff when I thought you had something and now I'm not sure what I was supposed to be looking for. Okay. Moving on, number nine and 10 are kind of combined because it's do not covet. Number nine is another spouse. And number 10 is do not cover, cover, do not cover, do not covet a neighbor's goods. Yeah, you're not supposed to eyeball it and go, I want that. Right, 
Right. You're not even allowed to eyeball it and go, I want that, and go, hey, where'd you get that? I want one. You just See, I don't get that. It says, to covet means to longingly look upon, dwell upon, or desire to possess something. Coveting by itself is not a sin. We are told to earnestly seek after the kingdom of God. Yes. So I guess we can covet the kingdom of God. That's the only thing you're supposed to covet. Okay. Coveting becomes a sin when what belongs to someone else is taken or coveted without permission. Longing for that which is not ours causes hatred to grow within us. So why can't I admire something of yours and ask you where you got it and go get one? I don't know. I, Doesn't well, that make sense? It, it would make sense. Absolutely. It says, if something can be acquired lawfully, there is nothing wrong with desiring to buy or trade for it. Exactly. Well, they're saying that they don't know what the hell they're saying, basically. Um, possessions which are earned through hard work or received as gifts are a blessing from God. And you have to tithe on them. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Don't forget about it. It is not wrong to admire what another has, but to lust after it. To covet with the desire to take what he has is a sin. So I guess what you're saying is you could look at something and say, oh, that's really nice. Where'd you get that? But if you're like, that's really nice, I want it. Instead of, oh, where did you get it? Because I would like to get one as well. I don't know. They're dumb rules. So they're idiots. Well, that's how pedophile father-in-law ended up with his 15-year-old bride. Ooh, creepiness. He, uh, he was at Walmart and... Um, the women are not allowed to wear their full coverings out in public because it draws attention. Lo and behold. Lo and behold. Well, that makes, you would think that they would want the women covered when they go out. But then it draws attention. It draws attention to them. Okay. Yeah. I guess that may, I mean, it it makes sense, but. I mean, it drew attention enough when they were wearing rubber gloves going to the store because they didn't want to touch anything and contaminate themselves. I mean, I spent five years in that state after I left the cult, and I would be walking through a grocery store somewhere, and I would see rubber gloves and, you know, the head covering, because they, they a lot of people would wear it like a do-rag or like mm-hmm. a, a, um, a handkerchief on your head, and yeah, and, and you're screaming, cult member, cult member. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, he saw a 15-year-old girl shopping with her mother, lusted after her, went and talked to... Oh, that's a no-no. Uh, went and talked to Grand Poobah Man because he couldn't stop thinking about her. And um, yeah, she became his wife. Ooh, that is ooh, just... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. That's that could have so... been his great-granddaughter. Oh, God, that's so gross. I, I thought so, too. I really did. But that's okay. That's okay. But see, he... His lusting was okay. Well, no, he broke the law, so going and asking for this girl to marry her fixed it. Made it better. It fixed it for him. For him. For him. Do you see that? It fixed it for him. Right. Yes. Anything pertaining to her doesn't matter. It is what it is. And then here there's some little games for the kids... Test your scripture knowledge so they can fill in the blanks. Then it says, color the pictures. Oh, those look like fun pictures to color. That looks like a fun game. I'm sure kids love that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) So some of this stuff I will be able to post, especially that tic-tac-toe, because that's something pretty special. Okay, just make sure you cross out all the bad words. <laughs> no, I think we're good to go on that one. I think all the words are okay for us to use. 
Want to see some creepy pictures I'm going to blot the faces out on? Okay, go ahead. Because I'm done with the Ten Commandments. That's that's me and my ex, and I think his name was John from South Kakalaki. Kakalaki? Well, that's like Pennsylvania. Come on. Oh, my gosh. You look so happy. Well, that was when we first got there. And um, remember we were talking about the demons? Yes. This woman's name was <gasps> Billy. What is that? This is this is my friend Gary. Is that a wig? No, that's her hair. Oh dear God! I'm gonna. I, I don't think she's there. I'm gonna have to get with Gary and find out, and I'll probably blot her face out. But yeah. She was Billy the Demon Seer, and she was the one that started. She would be, you know, telling the elders. You know, she'd be pointing out. <coughs> excuse me, where the demons were and stuff. And apparently, what you mean like hiding behind a tree? I guess so. I like, there's a demon there hiding behind a tree, I, or like in people. I, I'm I'm not sure, but. Um, apparently he spent a lot of time with her and he said that she was like an old town hippie type person and probably ate a lot of acid in her I was just going to say, that's probably what it was. And she probably was seeing demons. And she probably was. She probably was. Was having flashbacks and seeing things. She's she's tripping and she's like, there's a demon, there's a demon. I I remember seeing this woman walking around just because of her hair. I mean. Look, that hair looks like a bad wig from Walmart. She needed a hair. A, I, I don't think her hair had been cut in the past. She needs 40 some years. conditioners. What she needs? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. But yeah, those are some interesting. Oh, and look, and this is when you can still have fun. We had volleyball. Cult volleyball. Cult volleyball. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Well, you can paste the paste. You can post the whole picture of that. I can post the whole picture. And do you notice that it's only boys playing? Because girls couldn't no, play it... with boys. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're gonna do that one. But um, here's another one when they had dancing. Was that like the Israeli dancing? Da- the Israeli dancing type thing. Oh, that when you're in a circle holding hands. I can't think of what it's called. I guess so. Um, <laughs> you're like, whatever. Anyway, I, I always ask people about when they left, okay? Okay. Um, and their experiences there and stuff. And um, Gary says that... Uh, I think Tabernacles 2000 was my last feast. Maybe 99. I don't remember exactly. I had pretty much checked out at least a year before that. I just went to the feasts and kept in touch with my friends. But I didn't believe any of that shit there towards the end. The whole slavery thing and polygamy and Satan is a woman. That stuff never set well with me. And I was in big block letters. Never okay with them taking 20 or 30% of my money that I had worked hard for. But the last straw for me was the confessions. The first feast that we had to do the confessions was the last time I was there. I was really torn about it and I put it off that whole feast. I had even started bringing stuff with me by then. I finally went to my appointment to do my confessions. It was the day after the feast. My parents had already left, and I stayed that extra day and drove home by myself. I sat there for a minute. Um, he, he left. Um, he left to go do his confession. He said, I sat there for a minute collecting myself up to that moment. I hadn't decided what I was going to say, whether I was actually going to give them the satisfaction of telling them my deepest and darkest secrets or if I was going to tell them to fuck off. (laughs) Uh, Ultimately, I decided on the latter. 
I looked my counselor right in the eye and told him I didn't have a goddamn thing to confess to him or anyone else. And if there's a hell, I'll see you there. Um, he said he got up, walked out, and he never returned. Good for you. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's uh, Oh, to be a fly on the wall for that one. The breaking point for different people is different things mm-hmm. of what makes you actually leave. Just like when Flee. you, like, this was the last piece of shit that I can actually take. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people are mentally checked out. Um, hi, Mel. She moved there about a year, year and a half before I actually said I had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably would have been really, really, really good friends and ladies in mischief together. Um, sh- but, um, yeah, sh- I-, I was mentally checked out. I wasn't making new friends. I was avoiding people. Do you know what I mean? I can't... Yeah. How could you not be, you know, just kind of being numb? Were you just numb to everything? Well, it starts out first off that you stop actually trying to meet people or make new friends Mm -hmm. because ultimately either they stop coming and you're not allowed to see them or talk to them anymore. Or at some point, you know, you're going to leave and they're never going to see you or talk to you again by their choice. Do you think maybe it's also like a little bit of depression setting in? Oh, it's a lot of things. Okay. I, I showed you a picture of my friend and she just looks like she's the walking dead. Oh, the one with like the life is just the gone life is from her eyes. Sucked out yeah. of her. Just sucked. It's like the she's a shell of a person. And she actually lived on the compound. So oh, Lord. I don't know how often her and her girls got off to go do anything. Mm-hmm. Um the sanctuary grounds there wasn't like a Waco or other places. There there were families that lived there, but not a lot of them. They were basically the caretakers of the grounds, um, or they were part of the full-time security. Okay. So there were reasons for people to live there, and it wasn't... A hardship for them to live there. You know, they had their trailers, running water, electric. It, it was just on the grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, our resident nurse, when we had we had a nurse from the time I was there till the time I left. Um, love you, girl. Miss you. Um, her and her family lived on the grounds because people needed to know where to go if there was an emergency. Okay. Like, you're cooking dinner and. Um, uh, your daughter's only four and she reaches up to the stove and she pulls the boiling hot water spaghetti down on her and she's got third degree burns right. on her. Now, what you're supposed to do, Laura, is snatch her up, put her in a blanket, put her in the car, drive to the sanctuary grounds and take her to the nurse. Okay. Um, at this point, your husband or your head or whoever is supposed to be contacting the elders so somebody can come and lay healing hands oh, on the child. God. Um, yeah. What a bunch of shit. Medieval medicine, I'm assuming. Oh my God. I can say some of the stuff really did work. You mean like natural? Natural cures. Oh no, I don't doubt that. I'm just, I'm kind of rolling my eyes at the whole laying of the hands crap. Well, you know, God is through the hands of the elders. 
And God's hand is is mightiestly through little man's hand. So if little man came, you're you're gonna be healed. Okay. Now and that's let's why just people say no wait a minute. That's why people have died waiting for oh him my because God. something happens on the Sabbath and he's up there speaking. And he can't stop. Well, there's been twice that I remember, and I know it's more than this, but there's twice that I remember. You know, service is usually an hour and a half from, you know, beginning announcements to the beginning speaker to little man, hour and a half, two hours, you're done. And twice I remember it it being odd because you don't disturb him when he's speaking. Okay. Okay. Um, One of the PAs or security came out and whispered something in his ear and he nodded and he kept talking. And... Those two times I distinctly remember that is because somebody died because they were waiting for him. Oh my God. To come and lay hands. So him spewing his bullshit to the people was more important. But he purposely, I think, went an hour over to let them die. There were a few times that the sermon, you got there, and by the time it left, it was three hours. Oh my God. And you just were begging for death to come. You're sitting in a metal folding chair. Oh my God. You're just like, let there be an earthquake, let lightning strike, let something happen. Swallow me up. Yes. And like I said, I I distinctly remember this twice because I remember, um, and the third time I remember it was, I, I told you Norm's baby and Norm finally mm, said, right. screw it. Um, I, I, he grabbed somebody else's car keys because I don't even think Good he knew where him. his car was. Yeah. Um, and he saved his baby girl, but I, I still can't wrap my mind around the fact that at least twice that I know of somebody died because he just kept blathering on. And so re- he basically did not give a rat's ass. I, I don't know. I, I never liked him. But do you remember um, I, I posted that picture of, um, oh, Little Man has books now. Okay. Okay. And an ex-member still has her books. Okay. And um, they are, his books are nothing but his, his, his sermons. So you mean they're just put down into print, and those are the books? Um, apparently so. I'm I'm going through here, and I'm I'm tr- here. Okay, look, look. I'm going to show this to you. Okay, it says, "This book of God, He who rules is God, the sealing of the saints." Okay. All I thought they didn't believe in saints. I I don't know. This is way after I left. Okay. Now anything that she has highlighted is X-rated. Oh. Okay. Now that book is, um, I just read you that. Um, This one is called The Kingdom of Priests. And look how many chapters that are X-rated. And I actually got back to her because I wasn't understanding what I was looking at. He doesn't write these books. They're just, each chapter is just his sermons written out. Oh my God! There's one, two, three, four, five, six, that seven, eight, nine. That is a hell nine, of a lot of X-rated sermons. Ten. There's ten right there on that page. That that table of contents. That's the majority. Page that's the majority. That's and I don't even know if that is the only table of contents page. If there's one before it or one behind it, this is just what she sent me. I'm gonna have to enlarge it and see if there's oh my gosh, you know anything that I can put out there. 
But that is a sickening amount of X-rated that is. shit to have to that listen is. to. Oh my god! And with the little kids being there, oh man. Um, I asked her, um, did they encourage you to listen to the sermon? Um, while you were reading the book at the same time, because if you're listening to it mm, okay, and you're reading it, it's like doubly right. smacking into your brain. Do you know what I mean? Um, she told me if you could afford it, if you could afford Laura, if you could afford to get the sermon tape and the book, that's pathetic. Um, back in, back when we moved there, back when we started getting sermon tapes, it was in South Carolina and that was 93, I think. And they were $3 for a cassette tape. Okay. Now that included, um, I guess the postage to get it to us. Right. But then when we moved to the state and they're like passed out before the sermon, Mm -hmm. yeah, here's last week's tape. Here's last week's tape. It was still $3. What? Can you, do you remember, cassette tapes were not that much. You could buy like a three pack of them for a buck or something. Can you imagine the thousands that they were buying at a time? Oh, in bulk? In bulk. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a nice little profit. No shit. And you get all your workers to work for you for free yep. to make it. Yep. Um, there was a complete crew that was nothing but the sound system. Oh my God. There was a crow's nest. I have a picture of that. Well, it's a almost a half a picture. I was shooting out into the crowd, but you can see the crow's nest. Mm-hmm. It is in the middle of the sanctuary, but it's upwards. They had to drop a ladder so that you could get up in it, and then they would pull the ladder <laughs> upwards. And that's where they had the video cameras and the recording equipment, and it was pretty damn cozy up there oh my god so and um i'm still waiting for a couple people to get back to me but it was always rumored that they put subliminal messages in the tapes wouldn't doubt it well why else would you be told to listen to it 24 7 and to buy a cassette tape player that it continuously plays it never shuts off oh my god that is so creepy it reaches one side of the tape and then it goes click and it instantly starts playing the other side of the tape so, if not subliminal messages, oh, why? I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, yeah, and they probably thought they were so sneaky doing that, you know, trying to pull one over on everyone. I, I, who knows what they're doing out there? Like I said, they're flying by the seat of their pants right now, and other than that, um, we have some listener questions. I've, I've found it a lot easier, Laura, um, when people ask me things on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, I, I just keep it until we record that way. I right. can just, because it's just too hard to type some of this stuff out. You know what I mean? Do you? I do. Just... I was waiting. No, I was waiting for you to start reading. Okay. Um, Danny P., who we're supposed to have a meet up with, he gave us a tutorial on how to make pierogies. Oh, okay, so homemade any, pierogies. Yeah, anybody interested in that, I am approving his post. Um, Becky G. asks, I'm only on episode 26. Maybe this has already been covered. But what happens when the leader dies? Is there already a head elder that takes over? Um, Becky, us ex-members have pondered this a long time. 
There were four main elders that we really thought that there would be a power skirmish or they might try to lead together. We had no idea. Um, one of those elders has since left. Um, all of his family has left except for his one son, who's made elder. Of course. Um, he's in his mid-twenties, I think, so who knows if he'll ever leave or not. Hope he does. Always hope. But apparently, um, from what I've heard from people that are, that left way later than me, um, little man has a special school for his little boy children, and they're supposed to take over in a new hierarchy type thing. Who knows? So they're just coming up with more new bullshit. I'm assuming so. Ian, here's an interesting one from Aaron B. And it's a, it's a guy's name, A-A-R-O-N. Okay. He asks, I'm not sure if this question was asked, and I'm sure the answer is fairly predictable. But what was the cult's stance on voting? Did, did the cult participate in outside politics, or was it always in, in I-N-S-U-L-A-R? Insular? Insular. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, that is a good question. I remember at one point, and see, this is going to give a lot away. But okay. The state we were in was trying to secede from the United States. Okay. Late 90s, guys. Look it up. Yeah, um, right. Anyway, we were encouraged a few times to go out and vote for certain people. Did they ever have, like, voter registration booths set up? No. Or, okay. No. Um, but I do recall that in a few local elections, if we, if we were registered to vote, mm -hmm. we were encouraged, they, they would give us reasons why to go vote for this person. Okay. You know, um, use, use noggins guys. I'm sure there's a reason why they wanted us to vote for this person. R right. Right. But they gave us righteous reasons to vote for this person. Not probably the underhanded reasons to vote for this person. Oh yeah. And anything that would benefit the cult. Exactly. Oh, Samantha T, I sent your Kool-Aid to England. Um, <gasps> Yay. It, well, and it was only like three fifty to send four packs of Kool-Aid. And oh, cool. I showed it to my son before I went to the post office, and he looked at me, and he goes, mailing anthrax, mother? Because it's powder in all I of was just, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, what if someone at the post office shakes that, and they're like, what the hell is this in here? Well, I'm real close to the people at the post office down there, and I handed it to her, and I says, it's under an ounce, right? It's under an ounce. And she's like, well, it's a little over, but it's, you know, only three fifty to send it instead of a dollar you know, 55. Right. And I'm like, that's totally fine. And she shook it at me and she goes, what the hell? Deb, I really hate to ask, but what's in here? <laughs> and I look, thank God you know her. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, I went Kool-Aid and she goes, she just rolled her eyes and she's like, why are you sending Kool-Aid to England? And I'm like, cause they don't have it there. And by the way, they don't have Swedish fish in Sweden either, but those are too damn heavy and expensive to send. <laughs> And she rolled her eyes at me again, and I actually had to fill out a customs form on it. For Kool-Aid, that's so great. Well, because she says, Deb, you have to fill out a customs form. And I'm like, why? And she goes, Deb, if this broke open in one of our production facilities, you would put probably 50,000 people. You would be all over the news. Out of a job for a week as they sterilized, sanitized. Right. And yeah, they, you'd find, you know, men in black knocking at your, your door. door. Right. 
And she would probably get in trouble too for not having that on there. But but the Kool Aid is on its way. The Kool Aid's on its way. And Amber K is has been real vocal lately. She's our wheelchair yes. lady. I think in Australia. Um, anyway, she gave us the answer of why she's in a full body cast. And I'm not gonna read your whole statement, sweetheart. Me and Laura read it, and my God, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to you, Um, sending you hugs. Hugs and love and all that good stuff. But, hey, guys, be thankful for what you got every day because it can be taken away from you in a heartbeat. Oh, in in a blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. Um, Yep. Poor woman is going to be in a body cast for the rest of her life. Um, She tries to make the best of it. She listens to podcasts. Ours is her favorite. Yay! Yay! Um, books on tape. Uh, she does wheelchair race once in a while and stuff, but yeah, that is pretty much all I have. On. You have an email. Oh, I do have an email, don't I? Yeah, right here. Oh, and I got something after the email. Remind me. Oh. Okay. Oh, that look in your eye. <laughs> oh no. Um, we don't often get emails. Um, Every so often we do, and a lot of times it's gibberish, and I look at it and go, what the hell is this, Laura? And she's like, I don't know. I wanted you to see it. Can you make anything out of it? Nope. Like, maybe you can decipher the gibberish. I don't know. We read one email before this, and we've been doing this for, what, nine months? Something Something like like that. that. Anyway, this comes from, um, I'm assuming, a woman named Rose, unless it's a guy that likes to go by the name Rose. Who knows? Whatever. Whatever makes you happy. All right. Uh, Well, actually, that's probably her real name right there, but I'm not going to say it. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. She says, first thing, new listener here, love the podcast. We'd love that you love us. Thank you. Thank you. She says, sorry if you got a similar email five times already, but I just started listening now, am on episode five, and just had to say these two things. Okay. If you still want someone to translate the Israeli soldiers, I'm at your service. Whoa. Okay, now, here again on my to-do list, Laura. I have to go home and get the tape that I'm making the motion like these people can see it. Right. It's, you know, three inches wide. It's like one of those little camcorder tapes. Yes. Right. Do they have services that will turn that into, like, a CD? Oh, absolutely. A a PDF, whatever I need it to be? Yeah. Where do I find these services? You can just Google it. There's tons everywhere. But here in the Pittsburgh yeah. area, I'm yeah, not yeah. mailing it anywhere. I got no. like nine hours of video no. on there. No, no, no. There, no, there's definitely places. I'll find a place for you. But that's like the new thing now is taking like VHS tapes and putting it onto a disc. But this is from a camcorder. Yeah. They'll do eight millimeter I film. So, They'll do everything. Uh, Rose, but what if they're not Israeli soldiers? What if they're, I mean, would there be other soldiers there guarding? Hey, l- let's send it to her and it she was can Solomon's say yes or no. Te- they were digging out Solomon's temple. Well, she can either say, yes, it is. No, it isn't. Or I have no idea what these people are saying. Exactly. And you know what? I bet if she's in Israel, she knows other people. Exactly. She might even know the soldier people. Oh. Wouldn't that be crazy? What if they're like watching the tape and they're having some beers and he's like, hey, there's me. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell am I doing there? I was on duty that day. I remember terrorizing those terrorists. We look so big and bad. I remember those dipshits. Oh, my. Okay. Number two, no matter how much bullshit they came up with, the serpent in the Garden of Eden is definitely not female in the original text. I knew this. Did you know that, Laura? I knew that, yeah. Okay. So it was, it was actually a, a, a man deceiving a woman. Right. 
Now, was that snake breaking God's law because he was making Eve do something unrighteous against what her husband would say? See, that's stealing. Mm-hmm. That's stealing. That's the stealing. snake was stealing. Right. So Eve actually wasn't guilty in my eyes. Sorry. Okay, it goes on to say, I know it's not important, but for some reason it bugged me. Um, Rose, it bugs me when things aren't factual or, you know, just little oh, details yeah. don't fit, okay? She goes on to say, I guess because this is using my language to justify misogyny in a really stupid way. The serpent is male, and as far as I know, there aren't any female snakes in the Bible. Small, and yet it's small, and yet it annoyed me to no end. Little things like that annoy me to oh, no yeah. end, too, oh, Laura. Yeah. Um, she says, I had to get it off my chest. Thanks for the great show. Love, Rose. Yay! Love you, Rose. Um, we love you, too. But um, if people actually read the Bible, and see, like, I've taken this back down to the original Greek and Hebrew because that's what it was written in. Mm-hmm. Laura, you know you can buy a Bible today that y- you can read it and God's a woman. Oh, there's there's so many different translations out there. I saw a hipster's Bible a few years back. No. And they were referring to, like, the bad people mm-hmm. as the cool cats you didn't want to hang with. Okay. <laughs> the cool cats you don't want to hang with. They because they seem like they're having fun and doing righteous things. But they're not. But they're not. The cool cats. Oh my the god. The cool cats you don't want to hang with. It's a whole sentence. They're I not just find the cool this. cats. I need to find this. It's the hipster's Bible. I bet Amazon has it. There's hundreds of versions of the Bible, and I just find it hysterical. And if you take it back to the original shit. You know, and I think it was like the 1600s, King James. King James completely, re- he had his people completely rewrite the Bible that you know today. Mm-hmm. He took books out that were in it up until the 1600s. Well, I think the Catholic version is different. There's some extra books in the Catholic version than in the, the just, quote, Christian. It's the version. biggest game of telephone since time began. I'm sorry. It even says on every Bible, you know... Edited and revised. Right. Well, it means to revise something means I've changed, changed it. Changed something. Yeah. I've changed it. And, you know, back in the 1600s, he didn't want people to have multiple wives. So wives was taken out and was replaced with wife. Plural. I mean, singular. Singular, along with a lot of other things. And even the portrait of Christ that everybody has and, you know, he's hanging on the cross. Mm-hmm. Do you people realize this story took place in the Middle East in, like, you know, 2,000 years ago? There weren't white people over there. Do you oh, get this? All of the pictures of Jesus showing him as a white it guy. It was some guy's son that he was, no. he, um, I forget, starts with a B. I, I don't remember. But it was this royal guy's son, and he commissioned his artist people to paint his son as Jesus. And that is, do you know the letter J didn't exist until the 16th century? I did not know that. How could his name have been Jesus? See, we didn't call him Jesus in the cult. Right. So, but yeah, the letter J didn't exist. So, take your shit in your Bible back to the original language. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I don't know. As usual, I had a whole bunch of stuff. It's a shit show. Oh, um, we planned on having my mom on as a guest next week. But we sidelined that because it's going to be our Halloween episode. We're going to do a Halloween episode, and then we're going to have your mom 
unless something happens and something goes wrong and thing whatever. Oh God, it's our lives, Laura. Come on. That's what I'm saying. We're planning to have your mom the week after. And, you know, make plans and watch what happens in life. And speaking of making plans, we are tentatively planning on having a meetup. Hi, Danny. Hey, Danny. Um, With the Working Stiffs podcast. Yep. And it's going to be a Friday night. That's what we've got it narrowed down to. As to what Friday night, we're still working that out. To our Pittsburgh piece. Yes. We'll let you know. Yes. So Pittsburgh We'll figure it out and mention it so that it's... Because, you know, we, 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 we do tape, record, whatever you call it. Right before the show goes out. So we're actually talking like hours before. Before we. Yeah. Yeah. So it's taped and sent out the same So day. everyone in the Pittsburgh area, we are going to have a meetup on a Friday in the next several months. So kind of pencil that in. Yeah, we'll pencil <laughs> it in. And guess what? What? Oh, no. We what? have a song dedication today. To Kenny? Yes. <gasps> okay. Kenny's Corner. Let's go. <laughs> Miranda Lambert's Gunpowder and Lag. Listen to it, baby cakes. Listen to it. Um, me and my son went to Metallica this past Thursday. Had a fucking awesome time. But it took me back to when I joined the cult. And the Metallica concert did. Well, getting ready for it because oh, okay. my favorite Metallica t-shirt that I got when I was 18 years old, Kenny made me burn it. Oh, it's devil's music. I I really wanted my Ride the Lightning t-shirt. That's my favorite album. And fuck you, Ken. So my son, my wonderful son, bought me a concert t-shirt to replace the one his dad burned. Aww. So yeah, gunpowder and lead, dude. My dedication to you. Kenny's Corner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jennifer DB, we're going to trade promos with you. I'm going to give Laura the information and she's going to get with you because I don't do that stuff. I'll take care of it. Yeah, sure you will. Hey, I just need it sent to me as an MP3 and we can put it right on in. Yeah, MP3s, guys. Anything you send us has to... Well, not anything. Well, no, no, if it's a promo. If it's a promo, it needs to be an MP3. It yes. can't be like a link to anything because I don't know how to figure that out. <laughs> so just stick your MP3 version right in the email and we're good to go. Um, a lot of people have been sending me pictures. Um, I've totally forgot that we had people dressed up as the Praisin Raisins. There's, there, there's like 10 of them on stage and it's totally hysterical. Get so some of those posted. I'm going to get some of those posted. So yeah, that's, that's our shit I show for today. It. Pretty much. Yep. Um, give us your questions. Uh, like I said, I've started saving them until we actually start, uh, recording. Yeah much easier to answer or if people have seen different funky versions of the bible like what was the one you just said the hipsters the hipsters bible, bible. If, yeah. you have, if you have pictures of different versions send them to facebook and i really was unaware that there was one that they had god as a woman i mean satan must have done that right of, of course she took god's place in in the bible so she wins yeah of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, trying to wrap my head around this is just, oh. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, uh, little man. You should have lived it. No, thanks. You, you should have lived it. <laughs> no, thanks. So, anyway, guys, it's been Deb. And Laura. And it's been another episode of The Shit Show. So, um, we'll prepare and talk to you next week. Talk to you later. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>